This episode is brought to you by Sourcewell, the industry-leading business development and headhunting platform. I'm a Sourcewell user myself, and it's been an absolute game-changer when it comes to crafting personalised outreach. It's not only quick and easy, but you can tap into custom variables, automate follow-ups, and use multiple channels like the phone, LinkedIn, email, and more to accelerate results. Users report an average increase of 56% in qualified response rates, and when you're using it, it's easy to see why. AI-powered tools like Content Coach and Whale GPT improve your chances of not ending up in spam, something that's become increasingly challenging with Google's recent deliverability changes. It also tracks all of your activity into your CRM, keeps your data clean and lets you know who you need to reach out to and when so you can spend more time on what you're good at, recruiting, not admin. So if you're serious about being the best at what you do, join me and thousands of recruiters who have chosen Sourcewell to revolutionize their outreach approach. Book a demo with Sourcewell and mention the Recruitment Mentors podcast to enjoy an extra 50 phone and 50 email credits per user. And this exclusive offer will save you circa £500 and more. And it's only available until March the 31st. So you can click the link in the episode description or you can head to sourcewell.com forward slash demo. This episode is brought to you by Firefish, the recruitment CRM that accelerates data-driven growth. They have just released their 2024 Recruitment Agency Report. Based on insights from over 200 agency leaders, the report offers unbelievable insights into forecasts for the year ahead, enabling you to refine your strategy based on data rather than intuition. Here are some of the stats I personally found interesting from the report. Although industry optimism has declined for the third year in a row, growth signals remain positive with 84% of agency leaders expecting year-on-year sales growth this year. 47% of agency leaders plan to use a contingency recruitment model in 2024, and 70% of agencies plan to use social sourcing as their main candidate attraction strategy in 2024. You can access your free copy of the report and start making data-driven decisions about your business by clicking the link in the show notes. And whilst you're there, if you wanted to check out how Firefish could help your business grow this year, they very kindly offered a unique offer to our community, the Recruitment Mentors podcast, that's going to save you up to £1,000. And this offer is only available until March the 31st. You can click the link in the episode description, and you can also head to firefishsoftware.com forward slash RMP. How did you go about identifying the right companies? What made up, from your perspective, the right companies? Mm -hmm. Let's just sort of start there and and we'll get straight into it. Yeah, okay. So yeah, mapping the market can mean so many different things, right? And you're like, well, what does that actually mean? For me, I've had experience before where I've gone into a business and it's already been mapped, but I found that really difficult because there was so much data on there that I didn't know what to do with it. I was in a really unique position that I've gone into a clean database. There's pretty much no candidates. There's no clients. So I've got everything to play with from scratch. It's super cool. So what I would do in order to map out the market, I need to find out who hires QARA specialists and how do they hire them. So to do that, it would be speaking with candidates and speaking with clients and making every conversation, as much as you're helping them, what do they want out of looking for a job? Like, where do they want to work? What are their drivers? You need to then position that to help yourself. So 
where do they work? What's their team size? Like, How many people have they hired or lost within that period of time? How did they get that job? Was that through an agency? Like, Ask the questions and make it a really well-rounded conversation so that you're both getting something to support yourself and you know you can help grow your market. Once you've had those questions with candidates and clients, you'll start to see, okay, these people have all hired, been hired using an agency. What kind of agency are there? Are they life science specific or are they really generalist? Because a lot of the time I find if they are generalist, they struggle. It's a long time to find people just because they've got so many different jobs. Mm. They don't know those niche languages and the conversations to have with the candidates. So I would say you need to map out that way and you make a list of clients. Equally, another way that you can map it, not only having those conversations, but leads, right? So all the time you hear about people, I've got an interview here or I've been offered a job here, but I'm not taking it. Whatever you do with that, you might go and then try and chase that yourself. That's brilliant. But if not, I have this Excel spreadsheet where I'm like, okay, this business have been hiring loads. And every time I get a lead, I write that lead down on my Excel spreadsheet and then I organise that A to Z. And that will then populate. So it might be 10 lists of the company, basically. So it might be the company 10 times. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, they've went to hire 10 times within the last year. They're someone that I want to go after. Whereas I might have only got one lead for another company. And that might then equate to they're actually not hiring that much. So they're not going to be a huge target. So firstly, you've got to understand that. And then once you've got that, it's all about the touch points. So how frequently are you contacting them? And then what approach does that look like? So once you know the agency spend how often they're hiring, what Mm. the roles are that they're hiring for. It's then all about the approach. Right. Okay. Let's break this down. So firstly, we'd love to know Mm. what columns are in the spreadsheet. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? I just did a training session on this last week. What are the the columns in the spreadsheet? Because every time we've asked it's been a spreadsheet for people, what are the columns in your spreadsheet? I love a spreadsheet, right? We spend so much money on CRMs and then we've got this this Excel spreadsheet that does it for me. Right. I've got loads of different spreadsheets. If we're looking at, I'm going to first talk about my client spreadsheet because I think that would help people the most. So my columns are, trying to visualise it now, I've got clients with terms of business agreed. Yeah. Anybody that I have agreed terms with, they are in that column, they're in that list, because then I will contact them. They're in my diary, they're diarised in my calendar. Every six weeks, I'll spend a whole week going through and retouching, well, touching base again. I hate that word, yeah. touching base. I'm I not going to use that again, don't let me use that again. <laughs> but getting in touch with those clients to keep those relationships alight. So that's my terms of business agreed. I've then got a traction client list, keep in touch. So if I've ever sent a mail shot or anyone's ever come back to me on just a buy-in signal, that client's going in that What's column. What's it called? Traction? Traction, keep in touch. Okay. So they might have been, oh, can I see the CV? Or mm. oh, I'm interested. We might be hiring in a month. It's so often that we're just chasing new leads, chasing new business. You forget about those people that have given you buy-in signals. So if you just keep a list of those, they've come back to me at some point. Again, they're on my six-weekly schedule to call. Chip away at them. And at yeah. some point, a lot of the time, they then move over into mm-hmm. the, them. Then, so I've got terms of business agreed. Traction. Traction, keep in touch. What about target? Have you got a target? Yes, target client list. So that's the one when I've mapped it out. Yeah. These are the like 10, 15 clients where I'm like, I really want to work with them. And I tell them I want to work with them as well, mm. like in my emails. Not begging, but I'm like, I actually really want to work with you. And this is why. Like, I yeah. really like that you're doing this. Those target client lists in my approach... We'll come on to it, but they're my like really targeted email shots or yeah. conversations. BD, the BD piece of uh, yeah, exactly. And they're the like ones that I'm doing a lot of research and spending a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might have like old clients. So these are clients that I might have worked with at previous companies mm-hmm. or worked with in the past, but the love's gone a little bit. 
and we haven't worked with them in the last year. So they're just slow burners, trying to get them back onto the terms of business. Yeah. So there's only really four columns, mm. but they build out. And, oh, one last one, if there's any leads, I'm obviously lead chasing. Mm. But that one I mentioned to you, once all of the leads is moved from the period of chasing to, okay, they must have filled it, they've not come back. Mm. That goes in my lead no response column because that's how I build out, right, this business, they've been hiring and looking for 10 people in the last three months. Mm. They're someone I really want to target. So, again, another BD session in one of my weeks will be calling through the lead, leads, no response. No response, yeah. Because okay. it's so hard, right, when you're doing BD, a lot of the time people will say to me, I don't know who to contact. Exactly. Well, if you've got this spreadsheet, you've already got five columns now mm. with people that you can contact and schedule that each week alongside so many other ways to BD. And it just helps take that mental strain off a little bit sometimes. Oh my God, yeah. And I wish I'd had a spreadsheet like that. Yeah. It just makes what your BD so much more purposeful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's a lot more focused, it's a lot more intentional. Yeah. And it's just smarter. So just to round that out then, yes. just to wrap up those columns so everyone understands yeah. what those are, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got, let's just start from the right to the left. So just go back from where we just started, if that's okay. okay. So we've yeah. got at the, the very start way. then. So at the very, <laughs> the very start, we've got, have we just got leads? Yeah, so the one we just said was yeah. the leads where they've not come back. Okay, like, leads, no response. Yeah. And then we've got what, like leads chasing or active leads? Uh, yeah, that's, I didn't even mention that one, but you have got your active lead yeah. chasing as well. That's another column. Okay, lead yeah. no response, active leads. Mm-hmm. And then have we then got... Old clients. Old clients. That no, no love anymore, but yeah. I work with them at some point in my life. And you've got a buying signal one. What was that? The... Uh, yeah, so that's the client's uh, traction, keep in touch list. Yeah. And then you've got your terms of business agreed clients as well. And then you've got your dream client and list. Yeah, yeah, your target client list as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. And they're the companies that you've known... F- by getting information mm-hmm. that they're you know hiring a lot they're probably spending a lot on agency spend and yes. there would be a good customer to get in with right yeah definitely they tick those boxes okay fair to say that like having a process like that has been fundamental for you to get you know acquire those number of clients that you did and to get the most out of those clients and to get the most out of your bd activity 